This podcast is a part of the Newhoff Media Podcast Network. Awards, highlighting small business of the year, nonprofit of the year, and entrepreneur of the year, among others. The event is March 1st from 5 to 7. Tickets are $40 a person. Dinner is included. Go to NowDecatur.com to register. And for more content, visit NowDecatur.com. Fanfare for our president. I'm Dave Anthony, Fox News. That's the big welcome President Biden just got in Warsaw, where he's now meeting with Poland's president. Fox's Peter Ducey's there. They are going to talk about possibly sending some more U.S. troops here to Poland. The Polish want that. They want it to be more permanent because they've been saying publicly they think Poland could be Russia's next conquest if they wind up taking over Ukraine, which is next door. Later this morning, President Biden will make a speech the day after going to Ukraine saying Russia's invasion is failing. Now, Russian bombing this morning in the city of Kherson left six people dead, 12 wounded at a market and transport stop. But Russia's leader insists he didn't start the war in Ukraine. Vladimir Putin again today railing against the U.S. and our NATO alliance expanding. He also said something that Secretary of State Anthony Blinken calls deeply unfortunate and irresponsible. Russia is suspending its participation in an arms treaty with the U.S. The New START treaty limits the number of strategic nuclear warheads the U.S. and Russia can have and the missile submarines and bombers used to deliver them. It's due to expire or be renewed in 2026, but now its future is in serious jeopardy. Fox's Jonathan Savage. Two big social media cases make their way to the Supreme Court challenging the legal protection companies get for their content. The first hearing today involves Google being sued over terror content on YouTube. Tomorrow's case focuses on whether Twitter may be sued for allegedly aiding terrorists. Critics say Section 230 lets platforms avoid responsibility for harmful content. Supporters say ditching it will lead to platforms removing more content to avoid lawsuits, stifling free speech. Fox's Kristen Goodwin, the head of the EPA, will go to East Palestine, Ohio again today, where a new medical center will open more than two weeks after the toxic train derailment spewed chemicals and fumes, leading residents' complaints of feeling sick. America's listening to Fox News. I've told you about my lower back pain and how kneeling in church on Sunday was becoming nearly unbearable. Sebastian Gorka here. I've also told you about how Relief Factor has helped almost eliminate my pain. Now, let me tell you what Robert in California says about his experience with Relief Factor. Robert writes, I didn't think Relief Factor was working until I ran out mid-month. After about three days, the pain was back to where it started. It was a great test for me to see how much Relief Factor really works. Three weeks from now, you could be doing the things you enjoy doing and living the life you love. Your first step to becoming pain-free from aches and pains from daily living could be just to order the three-week quick start for only $19.95. After trying Relief Factor, over half a million people have gone on to order more. Go to relieffactor.com or call 800-4-RELIEF to find out about this offer. That's relieffactor.com or call 800-THE-NUMBER-4-RELIEF. Feel the difference with Relief Factor. It's election day in part of Virginia to fill the only seat in Congress currently vacant. The death of Democratic 4th District Congressman Donald McEachin last November has two candidates vying for that seat. Democratic State Senator Jennifer McClellan would be Virginia's first black woman in Congress. There's a lot of enthusiasm and people are just ready to make history. Pastor and Navy veteran Leon Benjamin is the Republican. He says he will take his life experience to D.C. They should see freedom. They should see unity. They should see faith. 
of Benjamin Wynn would expand a narrow GOP House majority by one seat. Fourth District polls will close at 7 p.m. Eastern. Grinnell Scott, Fox News. A year after all the worries about a baby formula shortage related to an Abbott Labs recall and plant shut down, another company's recalling formula. Reckitt Benkheiser's recalling 145,000 cans of baby formula because of possible cross-contamination. They're concerned about the bacteria Chronobacter potentially turning up in cans of Enfamil Prosobi Simply Plant-Based Infant Formula. The company says no cans have tested positive for the bacteria, but the recalls being done out of an abundance of caution. The cans affected have a use-by date of March 1st, 2024. Abbott issued a recall for products at its Michigan plant last year, while the FDA investigated four cases of babies with chronobacter infections. Jill Nato, Fox News. A lot of tech companies have shed jobs lately. Other businesses in a tight labor market are raising wages, especially retail. Home Depot announced today it'll give every hourly worker a raise, and it'll have $15 per hour starting pay in all markets. And on Wall Street, stocks could drop coming off the long holiday weekend. Dow futures down about 300 points. I'm Dave Anthony. This is Fox News. At Busey Bank... We're proud to serve our local community through financial guidance and community investment. Offering sound advice and actionable insight, UC builds financial strength, supports homeownership dreams, and offers customized lending strategies, connecting with our neighbors to build stronger communities. UC Bank, equal housing lender, member FDIC. Proud to be the official bank of the Fighting Illini. Here's a look at your News Channel 20 Storm Team forecast. Today, sunny with a high near 46. Tonight, chance of showers and thunderstorms, increasing clouds, a low around 39. For Wednesday, a chance of showers and thunderstorms, high near 64. And Thursday, sunny and windy with temperatures down around 43 by 5 p.m. Current temperature in downtown Decatur, 34 degrees. Your WSOY time is 7.06. Busy hour straight ahead. Dr. Rochelle Clark will be in the studios, superintendent of District 61. Also, we'll check in with Mark Topper. Dale Coley will be joining us. And I think we've got a line I tickets to give away. Company starts now. Buyers and Company, WSOY, 1340 AM, 103.3 FM, streaming live at nowdecator.com. We are back here on a Tuesday. What a beautiful morning in downtown Decatur. The sun is up. Doesn't it feel hopeful out there? Looks great. Look, looks optimistic. If it, I, I really think it can look mm-hmm. optimistic. And, you know, it's an interesting segue uh, into our next interview. You know, I, I've been a, a, a fighter for District 61 for a, a long time. My parents graduated from Eisenhower High School. I graduated from Eisenhower High School. Our guy graduated from Eisenhower High School. Uh, you are a MacArthur kid uh, in District 61 your whole life. We intentionally, even though we could have, uh, he could have gone to high school in Mount Zion, we made sure... Uh, 
that he stayed in Eisenhower. We had, I was, I was, I was taken aback by the questions of people that I know about that decision. It was like at Johns Hill, it was K through eight, English as a second language. I mean, I remember his kindergarten year thinking it's like, this is like the United Nations. I mean, he had three years of Spanish by the third grade. And we had our experience. And, and I know that our experience isn't everyone's experience, even in the same classroom or the same building, right? But we had 12 good years. And never once uh, in those 12 years, I'm not saying we didn't have a teacher he didn't like as much as another one. I mean, it wasn't perfect. But we never, ever worried about his safety or, or him going to school. Uh, it just, it, you know, even though he's walking the same hallways and same lockers, the same, you know, as everybody else, it just never was a concern. And I think I had this conversation with people over the years because their perception was completely different than my reality. And their perception was based on social media or whatever. I mean, it wasn't based on being in the school or talking to the teachers or dropping off or picking up or going to the the band concert. It was based on just what they thought about whatever. And I don't know how, at a long conversation with Dr. Morris yesterday, uh, we had a meeting and, you know, I, I realized that, you know, our guy was pretty smart and he was in AP classes and maybe he wasn't in some classrooms where there's a whole different experience. You talk to teachers and there's some teachers just like every other profession that just love to gossip, right? Just can't wait to run down the place they work. Thankfully, it's not most of them. Right. We've had how many principals in here over the last three, four months, you, you know, with their teachers. We were just had Parsons in here, you know, last Friday, two young teachers. When I say young, one of those uh, uh, teachers, you know, is literally this is her second semester of teaching. They're excited. They're thrilled about what they're doing. They had a big event they were proud of. So somewhere between this ugliness over here of this is a cesspool and nothing but fights and nothing but problems and then our experience over here of having 12 really good years there's probably a lot of truth all through the middle of that right so it's my pleasure to welcome dr clark back to the studios to have a conversation about some of this stuff i i I don't know i i think it's easy I, i i i'm not optimistic. I'm a, I'm a realist, I think, in life. I, I, I think we amplify everything today, and people forget that, that a fight in my high school days would have been broken up by a teacher, and maybe somebody got suspended, or maybe they just got sent back to the classroom. But 12 mm-hmm. kids didn't video it and then share it on social media and then have people from all over the place weighing in. You know, it gets so much more amplified today. It does. So somewhere between that and you sending out this robocall and this message, what is the truth right now in District 61? I mean, is it out of control? I mean, you know, what's going on? Well, the truth is it's the secondary level more than anything. Um, I don't know if it's the water. I don't know if it's the temperature rising, but we are experiencing more disruptive behaviors and more fights at our middle school and high school level than we've had before. So, my, so it is worse than it was. It is. Okay. It is. And so what I'm trying to get um, everyone to understand is that I don't want to say, oh, no, there's no fights. There's, that's not happening. But I don't want everyone to forget that we have a great large population of students that are doing the things they're supposed to do. My message um, is to those families with these very students saying, hey, help me. You know, we cannot continue like this. I don't want to send them home. 
they're coming home if they fight. Is this what you want in terms of their education? All right. So what is the what is the punishment or, or the consequences of a fight in a middle school today? Uh, you can be suspended up to 10 days or even expelled from school for up to two years. Okay. Now, the expelling part, I get, you know, we went through this years ago with Courtney Carson and, and Jesse Jackson and, yeah. you know, you, you changed his life, you, you know, that moment. But, but clearly I don't think anyone wants to go to that place if you don't have to. Absolutely not. Um, we are already still dealing with COVID. Our kids are two years behind and we're trying to play catch up. Having to be out for an additional two years is only going to hurt that. Yeah, they're going to crawl out of that. Most of them aren't. Um, so is this a certain percentage of kids that keep repeating the problems? Is it a larger percentage? I mean, I know it's hard to generalize, but I mean, it, it, you know, is it a percentage of the population that keeps causing the same problems? I'm going to say we're actually working on these numbers, but I'm going to say about... Five percent of the student population. I can tell you if you talk to any one of my principals, they can identify exactly who the students are. I remember when they, we were just back to school and I was in an elevator with Cordell Ingram, uh, from MacArthur, uh, and, and they were having some run-ins. This was a year or two ago, you know, and he said to me, you know, it's like you can have eight kids, you know, in a high school that causes, takes up 90% of your time dealing with. Correct. Absolutely. So, Therefore, we're both kind of right. I mean, you know, I didn't worry about sending our kid to school because it wasn't just a prison riot. You know, it it was a handful of percentage of people causing a lot of the problems. Yes. And you're talking about, like I said, mainly at the secondary level. But think about those 95 percent of the kids that never had a referral. I mean, that is awesome. But you don't hear about that. So how do you balance um, taking, uh, first of all, uh, that's going to translate into the classroom, right? So the teacher is going to take a huge chunk of their time dealing with that 5%. Yes. Uh, The administration is going to take a huge amount of their time dealing with that 5%. And we all know we got a lot of work to do for that 95% that's there to learn. we got a long way to catch up. Uh, and, And I think that everybody expects us to do a better job in public education. Correct, correct. But that is why I sent that video message. Um, and it was meant for my staff and for my students to let them both know I see and hear you every day. And so me coming here and me just speaking to my parents through the robocall says, hey, remember when we signed up for school, we said we were going to obey the code of conduct. OK, obey the code of conduct or else your child will be disciplined. All right. And are we seeing is there any sort of. um I don't know, when you look at what's happening across, you know, several buildings, I mean, is there anything that you're learning from it? I mean, or, or why the behavior has increased? I mean, I know COVID, you, you know, uh, did a number on a lot of people, kids and adults alike, uh, you, you know, socialization skills, all that, you know, when you're sitting behind a screen. But we're, you know, a year and a half out of that. I, I mean, what, what do you chalk up the behavior and why middle school kids? Social media. Okay. That's all they've known for two years and they continue to so go to So beef starts on that and somebody gets upset about something and right. they're taking it out physically. Exactly. And they wait until they come into the school because that's their safety net. Someone is going to break it up. All right. So what about, uh, are you worried about weapons? Are you worried about those kind of things? Or is this just sort of fisticuffs in the hallways and stuff that gets broken up quickly? Well, a lot of it gets broken up quickly. I don't worry about weapons, but I'm not naive either. 
because I know our kids um, will have access because they live with adults that have access. But I don't worry about that part of it. I worry about the fact that they are fighting in the streets and carrying it over into the schools and they're actually hurting one another. And do you, you've been an educator for a long time. Yes. Is this a noticeable different in, difference in this age group with this behavior or is this something that's been coming down the line for a long time? I, I think it's been coming and we just didn't see it in the very beginning. Um, like you said, we had fights when I was a kid too. We fought all the time as kids, but it was simple. I beat you up and now we're friends again. That's not how it is now. Uh, and we see that with, uh, you know, with a 16 year old, uh, you know, arrested the other night, uh, for murder or attempted murder. Uh, you know, you see the school of a grade school kid bringing a gun to school and getting shot, you know, not here, but elsewhere. How, how do you keep, uh, and I, I know you hired Val and you mm-hmm. got, you know, that should help, right? With yes. somebody having that be their primary focus about safety in the buildings. But how do you balance the 5% and not wanting to ruin their lives forever, but not allowing them to take the other 95% and keep them from being educated. Well, I, unfortunately, I have to do what I'm doing here today, and that is get my message out as far and as wide as I can, because we are there now. We are suspending kids, and we will expel those kids that are very, very egregious in their behavior. And what about the parents? You, you know, when this happens, you know, student A gets suspended for 10 days, do the parents get involved? Are they of any help? Are they part of the problem? We need more parent involvement for sure. We do reach out. We have our meetings. But the parent has to be able to control the child. So we can send them home with the understanding if this happens again, then we will do X, Y, Z. That same child will come back after suspension and do something else. And uh, is there any intervention? I mean, is there any way to be proactive with some of these kids? You, you know, I, I I don't think kids are born bad. I mean, I, I think it's environment. It's a lot of things. But, I mean, is there a different way of dealing with this 5% of the student population than just putting them in a classroom hoping they get along with everybody else? No, we actually teach the behaviors we expect. We don't um, We don't believe kids should be penalized for something we haven't taught them. So that's how we start our day off teaching them about what they should do. Well, I should say the week. Actually. Parsons, uh, you know, who were just in, you know, they, they set up, I mean, the kids help write the rules. Mm-hmm. Yes. And so if you're starting at that young of an age, then by the time you get to middle school and high school, that means you know it. And the code of, Hon- code of conduct handbook, it doesn't change frequently. We only change uh, when policies have to change or when legal things change. But the code of conduct is the same basic rules year after year. All right. Uh, I, I know you hate doing this, and I don't blame you. I, I mean, you'd rather spend your time talking about the 95% of the other stuff that's going on with District 61. But I think if you don't talk about it, you know, nature hates a vacuum, and then you let somebody else own the narrative, and then people just make stuff up on social mm-hmm. media. Do you have, uh, uh, you know, we talked about this a little bit off the air. You, you share as much as you're comfortable sharing, but I feel like we're losing some some administrators, and, and I don't know if that's by design or plan or just people and life choices, but, you, you know, when you put the two together, uh, the outside narrative is it's getting so bad people are leaving. Yeah, and that's really not the case. You have a lot of great people that we've been working with, but they're taking other jobs elsewhere because there is time for them. They have promotions. Um, 
that they are not able to get at this point in time. When you're in education, it's a very long time before you're able to really move up in the ranks. Yeah, but I mean, when, when I think about the two principals, you know, like we've lost both of mm-hmm. them now. You know, one of them is now going to be an athletic director. I mean, it didn't like yes. that didn't seem like a, a you know. And I'm not asking. I know the personnel stuff is is personnel stuff, but. Just can you assure me, as somebody who supports the district, even though sometimes the district can be very frustrating to yeah. support, that you don't have a bunch of people that have been around a long time bailing because it's that bad? No, and I will tell you that I'm having conversations with the individuals that are leaving, um, and none of them have said it's because of the kids. No, uh, but it, that doesn't mean it isn't because of the system or, or, you know, people in charge. I mean, we've got a lot of, you know, staff that haven't been happy for a long yes. time. And I know that's something that, that we'll talk about down the road. Um, but you're not concerned with, you know, veterans leaving because of how it's playing out day by day in, in the classrooms and the hallways of District 61. No, I'm not concerned at this time. I will tell you, we're going to make changes and they're probably going to shock a few people. But like I said before, when I was hired, I'm going to always do, <clears throat> excuse me, what is best for kids. All right. So you've, you've been here how long now? This is my first full year as superintendent. All right. Cause you could, you know, time is funny because, you know, you could have said six months and I think I would have believed you're a year and a half. You got to come in and learn, right? Mm-hmm. I, I mean, a good leader doesn't come in kicking indoors day one because you got to take it all in and get the lay of the land. And you're quiet, you know, and I don't mean that as an insult, but your personality isn't brash. I mean, you're not out there, uh, you know, looking for the TV cameras, but now it's a year and you got the lay of the land. Now you're going to start putting your, your print on this stuff. Absolutely. We have to see an uh, increase in academic achievement and that's my goal. And that's what I believe I owe my, my parents and my community. We want productive citizens. And so I have to make that happen. All right. So there will be future changes we'll be talking about down the road. Yes. All right. So if you had a new parent, you know, uh, somebody starting, you know, kindergarten of next fall and, you know, you wanted to tell them, you know, District 61 is the place to put their kids. You're comfortable telling them that your kids are safe and, and that you guys are all working as hard as you can to provide the very best education you can to that child. Absolutely. And I would also tell that parents stay involved. And talk to your kid on a regular basis. Ask those questions that our parents asked us growing up. How was your day? What did you learn today? Did you make any new friends? Anything interesting happening? I don't know if these conversations are happening anymore. Well, and, and that to me doesn't even, that that's just like bare minimum you should yes. be doing as a parent. But when you think get involved, Lindsay was always like, you know, the band club and the, you know, running the concession stand and doing the volunteer. And you, yes. there's a very few people that do that, right? I mean, it's generally the same faces you see over and over again. Absolutely. And I'm glad they're there because they make up a, a lot of the work. Nick, did you have something you wanted to jump in? Yeah, I was thinking about earlier when you said that, uh, you know, approximately 5% are the bad kids, which means 95% of your students are there to learn and and to participate and to just go about their business and and you know as these incidents happen and and they're isolated incidents and you know they might get chained together do you feel that the re, the response within the buildings to the inst- instances are allowing the 95% of the kids to be able to not lose a school day because of it, to be able to come in the next day and feel like it has been cleaned up enough so that this thing doesn't, uh, you know, start to seep into the experience for the other 95. I can tell you that it is definitely um, affecting that 95% because you have to remember they're doing the right things all the time and they don't like to see their fellow classmates, you know, get involved this way. But the next day they want to have conversations about what took place and what can we do differently. You know, I have a 
uh, student youth ambassador group and we talk about these things and they tell me how they talk with their friends and how they try to get them to do something different or come meet with us or hang out with us. Um, and it does affect them. And I'm not going to say that it doesn't. It can't but affect them. Yeah, I, I mean, I, I think once again, the impact is the amplification. Yes. I, you know, it, it, you know, in 1984, a fight happened in a certain hallway. The 30 kids that saw that saw that the rest of the school didn't even know what happened. Exactly. Now, every time something happens, every kid in that school, every parent, everybody that's not a parent, everyone sees it. Exactly. Exactly. And it's unfortunate because like you said before, we, we put some things in place for cell phones. They're not supposed to be out. Um, but because of Columbine and all the things that have been happening, you can't, uh, yeah, exactly. I, I, that, that horse is out of the barn. I, I, you know, but, but there are with that comes extra things that yes. people have to keep in context. Um, it, you know, is that, you know, is it different today than it was yesterday? Is there always been 5%, you know, of any population? I mean, I don't know what the, the general population is about people committing crimes, but there's always a percentage of people that aren't going to follow the rules, right. uh, no matter how many rules you put in place, no matter how many police officers officers you have, no matter how many whatever you have, there are just a certain amount of people. And generally, those people are having kids that grow up the same way. Yes, yes. And you said it yourself. Parents don't give birth and say, oh, I hope my child grew up to be a fighter every day. No, I, I can't imagine they do. But there's also we know horrible situations that, that you even the five percent of the kids uh, who are doing this, you know, maybe living through things in their lives that most of us could barely comprehend. Which I get, which is one of the reasons why I said, if you need us, reach out and let us help you. There is another way to resolve these problems other than you being disruptive in class or fighting your fellow classmate. All right. What's the, if you had to guess, you know, and I know it would be different individually, but what's the temperature right now across the district? You know, are people hopeful, optimistic, cynical, down? You know, you know, I've talked to some principals and people who describe it as sort of like the waters, you know, right up to their chin. And I get that you teachers today, administrators today have to do a whole lot more than you had to do 30 years ago. Right. Yes. But what do you think the temperature is? from your own staff um after the video went out i received a lot of feedback about you know thank you my my kids needed to see this um joe Besweeney reached out to me and said hey my class were so involved they had great conversations thank you so i believe they recognize that we're in this together and this is enough like enough is enough we're moving forward and we're going to do what we have to do to support the other 95 percent. All right. And then what will Val's role be in this? You know, now that you have somebody that's going to focus on building security and safety for kids in classrooms, how do you see that moving forward? Well, he's already started in the schools, reaching out to principals to try to figure out, you know, where the need is. He's already talking about some after school activities that he can do with that percentage. But he's also working with our police department. What else is out there that we can do together all right um i would suggest uh, i'm glad that you came in today i I truly am uh and i i hate having to talk about this because i i do think it's not the vast experience i mean i've just been in too many schools and the problem is too many people in the public haven't uh and and maybe there's a way for the district to to do more of that you you know beyond you know every friday we you know tell a story from a different building or a different program uh and but i think once again nature hates a vacuum if people don't have another narrative they just put their own in and whether that's reality or not it doesn't matter and then that gets piled on and piled 
piled on and piled on on social media. And, you know, that's somebody else writing your narrative. Exactly. Exactly. And we want to continue to tell our own story and we want to tell it accurately, right. the good and the bad. So am I still showing up as principal for a day Absolutely. at Eisner? Right. Absolutely. It's only a day. It's okay. No, I'm just saying I don't, you know, I don't want the job. <laughs> Uh, there, there is uh, the acting. I guess is it the vice principal? Do we still have vice principals? We ha- yes, we do. Is that what they're still called? They're called assistant principals. Okay, assistant principals. <laughs> APs. If you've been listening, I know. I, 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 that, that stuff just goes right over my, the acronyms. Uh, yeah. Uh, all right. Well, we'll give you a little taste of that, and we appreciate you coming in today. I really do. Thank you for having me, Dr. Rochelle Clark, the uh, superintendent of District 61. We'll take a quick break. Back with more right after this. Memorial Care is your entry to the quality care and expertise of Memorial Health. Memorial Care is primary care for seeing experienced physicians and providers. It is urgent care when there's no time to wait for an appointment. It is virtual care for added convenience and virtual appointments that fit your schedule. Memorial Care is how health begins. Visit memorial.health to find hours and locations in your area. Bank, leading the way to your financial wellness. No matter where your financial journey begins, Pathways Banking Options at Busey are designed with your goals in mind. Busey Bank, building strong financial futures, one family, one street, one city at a time. Proud to be the official bank of the Fighting Illini. Member FDIC. Listening to Buyers and Company, streaming live at nowdecator.com. We're back here on a Tuesday. Beautiful morning out there. That's almost an impossible spot to be in. It's tough. A lot I, of I mean, variables. Well, I'm just saying no matter what you do, someone's gonna go, not enough, too much. You know, uh how do we not lose our minds over behavior that's always been there. Now you might be seeing it in younger kids and whatnot and, and it doesn't mean you don't do anything. But there's somewhere between do nothing and hysteria that has to be common sense. Right? Exactly. Do nothing isn't any more realistic than the hysteria. But neither one are helping or doing anything to change anything. We'll take a break for bottom of the hour news. Stay tuned. This is R.J. Crace with your stories now, brought to you by Huff Home Specialties. It's Grain Bin Safety Week. The Illinois Department of Agriculture and the state fire marshal want farmers to review their safety practices while working in and around grain bins. It takes just four seconds for a full-grown adult to sink to their knees in flowing grain and 20 seconds to be completely buried. Suffocation from engulfment is the leading cause of death in grain bins. If your company is looking to hire, the Decatur Conference Center is holding a spring job fair and spots are available for employers. The job fair will be March 14th from 9 to 3 at the Decatur Conference Center and Hotel. Cost for registration is $20 per booth and includes table, chairs, and linens, so job seekers can fill out applications and do interviews on the spot. Go to NowDecatur.com for more info. For more stories, podcasts, and videos, visit NowDecatur.com. Fox News, I'm Chris Foster. 
President Biden's in Poland a day after his surprise stop in Ukraine. NATO has advanced eastwards in recent years, and it's those eastern flank allies led by Polish President Andrzej Duda, who President Joe Biden is meeting today. We're expecting a speech by President Biden designed to resonate with U.S. allies and further rally support behind Ukraine. Fox's Jonathan Savage. There's a special election today in Virginia to fill House Democrat Don McKeegan's seat. He died in November. Democratic State Senator Jennifer McClellan would be Virginia's first black woman in Congress. People are just ready to make history. Pastor and Navy veteran Leon Benjamin is the Republican. They should see freedom. They should see unity. They should see faith. A Benjamin win would expand a narrow GOP House majority by one seat. Fox's Grinnell Scott is Virginia's fourth congressional district, including Richmond. America's listening to Fox News. Don't miss your chance to cheer on Fighting Illini basketball this season. Deafening in here. 15,000, another shutout. We need all of Illini Nation to help us defend State Farm Center. Hello! Slam dunk! Great seat locations are still available for you to see Illinois basketball live this season. And the celebration is on! Get your tickets today at FightingIllini.com. It's Jesse Kelly here. I can't afford to lose 30% of my 401k or IRA again, and I'm assuming you can't either. Call Oxford Gold. Securing your IRA or 401k with real gold and silver is a portfolio protection plan, and Oxford Gold has made it easy as one, two, three. One app, one call, and you pick your precious metals. That's it. You now own precious metals. Call Oxford Gold today to learn more about the one, two, three protection plan. 833-404-GOLD. 833-404-GOLD. As the stock market slumps and instability this year got you concerned, would you like a way that could protect your retirement when the markets are down? Gold Alliance would like to give you two free reports, the Inflation Survival Plan and the Stock Market Correction Plan. Both give actionable insights you can use now that could protect your savings in uncertain times. Absolutely free. Don't wait. Call 800-200-2079. 800-200-2079. All investments involve risk, including losses. Past performance does not guarantee future results. Here is Nick Smith. Here is Nick Smith. <laughs> I almost know that phone number. <laughs> with your News Channel 20 Storm Team forecast. Today, sunny with a high near 46. Sunny with a high near 46. Tonight, a chance of showers and thunderstorms. Increasing clouds and a low around 39 for Wednesday. Chance of showers and thunderstorms. High of 64 for Thursday. Sunny and windy. Temperatures will dip to around 43 by 5 p.m. Current temperature in downtown Decatur, 35 degrees. Your WSLY time, 7.33. Tupper on Sports on WSLY, 1340 AM and 103.3 FM. Streaming live at nowdecatur.com. Each and every weekday morning, we check in with Mark Tupper and Tupper on Sports. All right, let's start with the Illini. You know, it's been a really, really rough go for uh, Illini sophomore R.J. Melendez uh, really all season. He has just had such a struggle shooting the basketball, and it sort of came to a head Saturday at Indiana when he got the start in place of leading scorer Terrence Shannon, and he went 0 for 6 shooting and missed a wide-open 
last-second three that could have tied the game and sent it into overtime. But he was back out there in the starting lineup last night because uh, Shannon still has not cleared concussion protocol. And you could tell the home crowd was really pulling for him. I remember Bruce Weber uh, talking about players when they are in a jump-shooting slump. He would tell them, for, forget about jump shots. Don't even think about them. Do the other things. Right away, go get a rebound. Go get a stop on defense. Make a layup or get a dunk. And that's exactly what R.J. Melendez did last night. He, he rebounded the ball. He defended. He got a couple of dunks. He got to the free throw line. And eventually he knocked down a three. And when he did that, 15,000 people at the State Farm Center went crazy. And um, he finished with a double-double, 10 points, 11 rebounds. And Illinois beat Minnesota 78-69, five in double figures for the Illini. Matthew Meyer was 22. Jaden Epps was 17. Coleman Hawkins was 16. Uh, Epps opened the second half um, with a personal 8-0 run uh, to give Illinois a cushion. And so now, bigger challenges because... There's four regular season games to go, and their next game is Thursday night at home against Northwestern, which moved into the top 25 yesterday. They're number 21. Uh, Hopefully Terrence Shannon is back, but either way, Thursday night against Northwestern, then Sunday at Ohio State, and then next Thursday at home against Michigan, and the final regular season game Sunday, March 5th at Purdue. All of those games are bigger, bigger challenges than last night. And uh, and then we'll see if R.J. Melendez uh, maybe unlocks something last night and can bring a little more confidence to the floor. Uh, but I would recommend him the same approach. Don't worry about uh, when am I going to hit a three. Worry about getting a rebound and getting a stop. And, and somehow those other things tend to take care of themselves. All right. On the other side of the break, we'll talk a little uh, Millican women's basketball and Myers Leonard with Mark Tupper and Tupper on Sports. It's brought to you by First National Bank, the quality bank now open in downtown Decatur. Hi, this is Dale Coley from Dale Southlake Pharmacy and Coley's Corner Drugs. Let me tell you about my friends at First National Bank. Reliable customer service with a personal touch is important for my stores, and the team at FMB has been amazing. They helped us get set up with the types of financial accounts that we need to make sure we are always taken care of with our service providers, payment gateways, vendors, and our very valued customers. They're always available to me with two convenient locations in Decatur. Thanks, FMB. Member FDIC. Back here with Mark Tupper. All right, the Millican women were honored by the uh, the conference, and they're hosting a big tournament this weekend. That's exactly right. Uh, the College Conference of Illinois and Wisconsin handed out their women's basketball regular season awards uh, yesterday, and uh, Millican, who won the conference championship, cleaned up. Uh, Elise Knutson was named CCIW Player of the Year for the second straight year. Uh, officially, that is the Lori Kearns Most Outstanding Athlete Award. Nice that they named that after Lori. Um, and joining her on the first team all conference group was Bailey Kaufman. Uh, Chelsea McCollum was a second team pick and Miranda Fox won the, what they call the respect award, which recognizes uh, intangible qualities. And Olivia Lett was named the CCIW coach of the year for the second straight year. Uh, Milliken won the conference championship for the second straight year. And with a 21 and four record, they will host the CCIW Conference Tournament Friday and Saturday at Griswold Center. Milliken plays in the um, semifinals on Friday night at 7, and if they win, they will play for the tournament championship at 7 o'clock on Saturday, and then it would be on to the NCAA Division Three National Tournament. Great, great job by Olivia's group, 
and a chance for the community to see and support them Friday and Saturday night at Griswold Center. Uh, Milliken is 11-0 and at home this season. And really glad to see uh, former Illini Myers Leonard uh, get a chance to return to the NBA. I covered him. He's a great kid. I mean, just a sweet kid from Robinson, Illinois. Uh, had had to sit out the last two years after he used an anti-Semitic word while playing a video game that happened to be streamed, so it became public. And I absolutely believe him when he said he had no idea what the what the word meant. And uh, he worked hard at learning about it. He met with rabbis, uh, visited synagogues, and has met with them regularly, not just once, but um, really learned about some stuff. And I, I know the rabbis have really endorsed his return to the league, said, look, this is a good guy. He he, he said, said a bad word, and um, he's worked hard to, to move past that, so give him a chance. And he joins the Milwaukee Bucks which is a good team, number two in the East. They're 41 and 17, so good for Myers. All right, Mark, we appreciate it. Have a great day. Enjoy the sunshine. We'll talk to you first thing tomorrow morning. Explain to me, I'm not an NBA fan. I remember watching Myers Leonard in high school, playing at Eisenhower High School. What is the difference between him and Kyrie Irving? I mean... I don't know. I mean, talent. Yeah, yeah, talent for sure. Type of. I mean, they're they're. Polar- I mean, if if the rules are, you know, you're not allowed to play because of 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 something you said. Yeah. Versus the other. I, I mean, I I don't know. I I don't know how to answer that question. To be honest with you. Because it doesn't make any sense. No. And and time. Put the hammer down here. Has done everything, including really apologizing and actually trying to learn where he was wrong. Yeah. Versus the other guy who was forced to apologize the moment he got traded, took that apology off of his social media account and has doubled down and tripled down. Yeah. I mean, I'm just saying if it's, if your policy is we're not going to, we're not going to tolerate any anti-Semitism. I mean, okay. I'm with you on that. I mean, to be fair, Kyrie got in trouble. Myers Leonard went away. I mean, he wasn't, I mean, he was always able to come back. He got hurt and things, but. But I mean, but he got run out. I mean, there was a push. He didn't just go out the door all by himself. I mean, for sure. So it just to me, once more, and we don't have time to get into all it, but just the hypocrisy of the more talent you have, the more you're able to get away with. Yeah. Well, your value got Myers Leonard averages less than five points a game. But if you're talking about anti-Semitism, none of that should matter. Yes, it it shouldn't matter at all. Yeah, I think you're right. But it does. Mm -hmm. I mean, we see. I mean, there's just been too many across any league, right? Yeah. That it's like, uh, I mean, I mean, Aaron Rodgers may be the perfect example of it, not as an anti-Semitic way, but are you worth the trouble? Are you going to tolerate all that nonsense from somebody with Myers Leonard's talent? No, you're not. But I'm glad he's got it. I mean, I thought that kid handled that as well as you can handle it. Yeah, I did. And and all accounts, you know. And then when when words are part of street vernacular and thrown around, and by the way, I'm telling you, you can get all worked up about Tiger Woods. You go stand on the sidelines of an NFL game. Mm -hmm. I don't care what Roger Goodell wants to sell you. Right. The stuff you hear down there. Oh yeah, the mics are on enough that you already get a taste of it. But you don't period. really. But they, but they censor it. <laughs> they try. The NFL yeah. Network, you know, the, the NFL films, they're getting everything, but yeah. you don't get it. No. And there's a reason why you don't. Yeah. But a locker room. I mean, you know, come on. Right. All right. Dale Coley joins us on the other side of the break. Stay tuned.
Milliken University invites high school and transfer students to attend a campus visit day on Saturday, February 25th. See for yourself how you can get a private education at a public school cost. Tour the campus, explore top-ranked majors and programs, learn about scholarships and financial aid, and find your fit through our thriving campus life. Hear about athletics, study abroad programs, student organizations, and performing arts. All attendees qualify for a $1,000 book scholarship. RSVP for the February 25th campus visit day at milliken.edu slash visit. Memorial care is how you start to feel better. Primary care, urgent care, virtual care. Memorial care is how health begins. Visit memorial.health. to Buyers and Company, streaming live at NowDecatur.com. We are back here on a Tuesday, and you know uh, each and every uh, Tuesday uh, at 5, uh, Pharmacy Facts with Friends uh, airs live from these very studios. Uh, if you're not able to be there with them tonight at 5 o'clock, you can always get the podcast at NowDecatur.com. Dale Coley joins us in studios. Uh, you, you, uh, you're, you're skipping the radio show tonight. He's got a higher a higher call. He's got to be out to at his Richland Community College board meeting. So I'll get to podcast it afterwards, so that's what I'll do. That's why it's convenient. <laughs> It works out very, very well. Yeah, yeah. The uh, every uh, the third Tuesday of every month, I am uh, lucky to be a uh, member of the uh, Richmond Community College Board of Trustees. Maybe the quietest the, board in town, meaning as far as like coverage of it, right? Yeah, uh, but it, what is? How's it going? It is going amazing. The, the programs that we have going on out there are just phenomenal. Relationships we have with Macon County Law Enforcement Training Center. And we've got we've got our. Uh, culinary arts program. We've got the uh, the nursing program that's just going full bore with things, and in and the uh, enrich program. Which I mean, you you go up and down the list. They're just home runs on every one of those programs. All right. So in your absence tonight, uh, what's <laughs> happening with Pharmacy Facts with Friends? Well, Lauren's going to host the, the, the show this evening as usual. Uh, the guests are going to include uh, Becky Salazar, who's the executive director of the Illinois Egyptian Area of Aging, which covers 13 counties in central and southern Illinois. I think it was the old Office on Aging uh, is what it was called uh, several years ago. What is the Egyptian Area? I think that's one of the... Uh, one of the uh, communities that they that they take care of down in southern Illinois. So I think that's it was a cute name, and I think that's why they've got it put in there like that. All right. <laughs> I have no don't blame me on that. They call it the IEAA anyway. <laughs> it's exactly right. And she'll be discussing a, a really important topic that's uh, the importance of sensory motor engagement for people living with dementia and their loved ones and the care and the caregivers. That that's real important when you're when, you're, when you have someone with 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 dementia the worst thing you can do is just kind of put them in a corner not talk to them and don't let them do anything the the more sensory motor engagement that you have with those people the better it's going to be for them keep them walking keep moving keep them trying to talk uh just uh be with them all the time and have some type of of sensory motor engagement with them and that's an important aspect thing she's going to talk about that 
Along with her, she's going to be joined by uh, Karma Carpenter of the Illinois Pioneer Coalition, the old IPC, whatever that is, is working with the Richland students. Very, very important on the healthcare administration of a project that's involved long-term care patients. And the ping pong is a form of cardiac and occupational rehab therapy, which uh, a lot of people love ping pong, and it's 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 a great 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 way to get things done. I just see <laughs> can't you just see a bunch of senior citizens fighting? You know, like the old competitive streak comes out, and they're like, uh, you know, too often I I think, and and we're better today. Mm-hmm. You know that you know sixty five isn't what sixty five used to be. You know, Thank seventy goodness. isn't what seventy. Used to, and and <laughs> keeping moving is such a big part of that. To use you. And and, and if you, they they have prior to COVID, all the uh, the assisted livings and nursing homes and things like this, they actually had uh, uh, these bowling uh, programs that they did, and they went to different places. Yeah. And I mean, they kept them moving, and kept, and they were very very competitive, and they they, they love that type of stuff. And it, the more interaction you can have on that type of situation, really really helps the individual. All right, so uh, Becky Salazar and Karma Carpenter, kind of a theme there. Uh, with Lauren tonight. Kyle uh, from the Salvation Army stopping by. Uh, Kyle's going to uh, send me a note this morning that uh, he's going to send in his place Lieutenant uh, Knessa from the okay. Salvation Army, who's who's probably uh, as knowledgeable as anybody about the programs that they have there. She, he's going to be there to give us uh, the February update and the program impact report, which I'm just amazed every time I see that report, Brian, because the amount of interaction that the Salvation Army has throughout this community and actually through the through actually through the whole county is is truly amazing and when you start putting that and and identifying how your dollars are being spent it, it's it, it's a very impactful report all right and you guys are having a 30 percent off sale on all winter apparel and we are doing that right now uh, lauren's got the uh, stores looking uh, tremendous the 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 gals up front are, are, are working hard and it really looks nice we're trying to get some Product moves so that we can have the new stuff, uh, place for the new stuff that's coming in uh, within the next couple of weeks. So we're uh, we're excited to come to both Coley's Corner Drug and Dale Selleck Pharmacy for the 30% off sale for the front end of everything in the front end of the store, except for Fannie Mae Candy. Okay, uh, that's great stuff. <laughs> uh, before we get into the clinic, uh, I, I, there was a new thing being shared on social media that's, that's purported to be from the FDA that says the residents were likely surprised to realize that COVID-19 injections were not only not proven to prevent infection or disease, but were known to cause COVID-19 by both Pfizer and the FDA per the FDA submitted September 17th, 2021 document. Um, the, the, there, I, I'm really surprised that here we are, you know, there, there is no live virus in nope. the vaccine. I, I, but yeah, how can we still, I, I mean, I know everybody's entitled to their opinion, but you're not entitled to your, your own facts. You're, yeah, you're not, you're not. So this is making the rounds <laughs> once again, that not only does it not help you, it will get, cause you to have COVID. There is no live. Nope. It's an attenuated vaccine, which means it's not a live vaccine. And that's an important aspect of things. So that, that is, uh, that's bunk. There, there's, there's really no, no, no truth to that. Uh, my statement to anyone that ever had, that has a question about this, uh, talk to your healthcare professional because they, they're the people that know what's going they're on. The people you trust to 99.9% of everything else in your life and, as far as your health is concerned. And, and if you're getting your healthcare information from the web, 
or from from that type of situation, you need to reassess where you're getting your your information. All right, your vaccine clinics are still running Friday from one to four at Coley's Corner Drugs. Now, you need to do this sooner rather than later because we're not that far off from there's going to be a charge involved. Yes, there will be. So we want is that in May. That is, yeah, the uh, May some uh, May fifteenth or May tenth, some somewhere. Just got a message on that last week. And uh, the, the charge is going to be in there. What it's going to be is, is still questionable, whether there's going to be a, uh, a fee for the injection, whether there's going to be a fee for the, the, uh, the vaccine itself. And what that price is going to be is is still up in the air at this point here. We'll probably hear about it the day before it starts. Sure, <laughs> sure. Yeah, no doubt. Uh, same thing with COVID tests that yep. are still uh, free and available to you, to you and pretty easy to order. Very easy. If you don't want to go through the yep. whole government thing, you can get them on Amazon at a pretty inexpensive cost now, yeah. uh, but there will be, I think, a run on that. You know, as we move up to this yeah. deadline, right? Yeah, there, sure, there sure will. And uh, anytime you take something uh, away that has been free, people start hoarding it and trying to get as much as they can. We learned that with toilet paper. <laughs> <laughs> you know, one lesson that was universally learned by everyone. And that wasn't free. No. Let me tell you. <laughs> All right. So tonight at 5 o'clock, if you can't be here live, you can listen to the show, uh, the podcast of the show, which will be available right after that on com. Looks like a lot of great information coming our way. And don't forget, you can you call the store, 217-429-5165, to make an appointment uh, out north for Coley's Corner Drugs. Right. They do Friday from 1 to 4. It's Man, they get you right in and out. And, and the great thing is, you know, you wait around 15 minutes just to make sure you don't have any kind of allergic reaction. You can shop. It's very simple. Very, and we, we have taken down all the 30% off. <laughs> it works very well. Treat yourself for finally doing the right thing. Clean up on those winter items. <laughs> yeah. Because sure. hey, second winter's coming. Cole's already told us this, right? <laughs> yeah. Uh, all right, Dale. We appreciate all it. Right. Thanks for your service. I, yeah. I know that the, the Richland board doesn't get a lot of attention, but it's an important thing. And uh, the community college level of of development of workforce and the pathway to careers Mm -hmm. has never been more important. Well, it's really important, and it's really very positive that you – Spend so much airtime talking about the the important programs we have at Richland Community College because it, it's really we appreciate that a lot because this is the way we get the information out there to the people so that they can get, go to Richland, attend Richland, or have their kids attend Richland, or just a change in careers because the world is changing at a very rapid pace. We appreciate it. All right, Dale, have a great week. We'll Thank see you tonight. Well, we'll see Lauren tonight at uh, five. All right. Here- Here is Nick Smith with your News Channel 20 Storm Team forecast. Back with more right after this. Today's going to be sunny with a high near 46. Tonight, a chance of showers and thunderstorms, increasing clouds low around 39. For Wednesday, a chance of showers and thunderstorms, high of 64. Thursday, sunny and windy with temperatures falling to around 43 by 5 p.m. Current temperature in downtown Decatur, 35 degrees. Your WSOY time is 7.53, and this look at your weather, it's brought to you by Shaner's Towing. Fast, reliable, 24-hour towing in the Decatur area. Call Shaner at 217-875-2200. 
When you have car trouble and need a tow, trust Shaner's Towing. Shaner's of Decatur is your best choice for business towing solutions in central Illinois. Roadside assistance, farming, towing and recovery, auto repairs and tires and more. If you're looking for a fast and reliable partner for all auto and heavy duty needs, just visit Shaner'sTowing.com. Trust Shaner's and save their number, 875-2200. That's 875-2200. When accidents happen, when you need a repair, trust Shaner's Towing. Memorial Care is your entry to the quality care and expertise of Memorial Health. Memorial Care is primary care for seeing experienced physicians and providers. It is urgent care when there's no time to wait for an appointment. It is virtual care for added convenience and virtual appointments that fit your schedule. Memorial Care is how health begins. Visit memorial.health to find hours and locations in your area. You're listening to Buyers and Company, streaming live at NowDecatur.com. couple of things. I was reading uh, where Paramount is uh, maybe going to write off like uh, $1.5 billion in content. And what, how are they going to do that? Like well, just I mean, cancel it like HBO Stuff did? that was in the works, yeah. maybe not even, you know, yeah. as they, you know, as all this moves into, because what they're doing, they're, they're, what's, what's coming in? Showtime. But, but they're calling it something different. Paramount plus Showtime. Plus Showtime. And they had a, a, a financial call this week. And, mm-hmm. and so, you know, they say that like there is a percentage of Paramount users pretty significant that it's just there for Tyler Sheridan stuff. I believe it. Yeah. Yeah. I believe that that's the game of Thrones effect. I mean, that is exactly well, if that. game of Thrones yeah. had five spinoffs right. and all of them were wildly successful I mean, people coming for the one thing. Yeah, yeah. 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 And he has proven to be like where that guy has, has written his ticket because you know, he is so valuable to them. Right. And it's so multi-genre that like game of Thrones, okay, because that was kind of the point that was being made. Actually. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Like that, that, if Game of Thrones had five offshoots that right. were all different genres that, mm-hmm. you, you know, I mean, from Stallone to, right. you know, and there's now talk about, you, you know, Matthew McConaughey and, and even Kurt Russell I'm reading about, you know, so, you know, he's got this tapped into these iconic actors and creates all this stuff. You know, I'm okay. Maybe you dump some stuff I'll never watch anyway sure. and put it to where I love. Mm-hmm. I don't know. We'll see. Yeah. But we're starting to kind of see like what this and and it was, you know, the Netflix model of going out and making a ton of content is all the way coming back. I mean, we're just we're going to have all this stuff and even less to watch. Yeah, they got to realize Netflix is its own thing because they were not a studio. Now they have to be a studio to compete. But, but there's even the struggle yeah. in there right. is how much is too much and can we afford it? That's exactly right. Yeah. And this and Warner Brothers or uh you know, the whole Turner network, if you will, mm-hmm. they, they took the opportunity to rip off the band aid and others will do the same thing. Ab- hey, we can just expect more of it. Mm-hmm. So you're going to, uh, I think soon be able to kind of actually prioritize yeah. what it is you want to keep or what it is you want to dump. That's right. Right. And some of these projects will find other homes. They already have. Yeah. That yeah. works too. Mm-hmm. If it's solid. Yeah. Absolutely. I saw, you know, Magnum PI was an example of that. You know, yeah. it was on CBS. Uh, along with Hawaii Five-O for, I think, three seasons, yeah. and then they decided to cancel it, and NBC picked it up. So, so now it's on yeah. Peacock. Yeah, all over Peacock. Right yeah, now. yeah. 
So whether that works or not, we'll see. Mm-hmm. Um, but it, it, it is interesting. Now, uh, I also in the in the in the Meta world, uh, the Facebook is now rolling out a twelve dollar a month subscription in some parts of the world. Yeah, testing it out. What does I mean? I know it's coming. Is it a good thing or a bad thing? I think I could make the argument for both. It, it is both, and and under a minute it'd be impossible, but. Guaranteed of you putting it on the rails makes it a little more safe, but putting a price tag on it means that a lot are going to leave, which could be a positive too. That's what I'm thinking. I, I I think there's a lot of people that are really strong in their opinions, but not for twelve dollars. Mm-hmm. Exactly. A right. month. Mm-hmm. Maybe. Exactly right. And Twitter trying to pay for extra security too. Have you pay for? You no. know, two-factor authentication. He's got to quit. You know, as soon as I read that he's messing with the algorithms to increase his own account, I'm like, I'm done. <laughs> I'm done. I haven't deleted my account yet, but it's only a matter of time. I'm yeah. done. That guy's lost his mind. We'll take a break for Top of the Hour Stories and News. Community Foundation coming up next. Don't go anywhere. No matter where you are, we're there. WSOY Decatur, 1340 AM and 103.3 FM, streaming live at nowdecatur.com. This is RJ Crace with your stories now, brought to you by Huff Home Specialties. Milliken was recently awarded a $125,000 grant from the Illinois Board of Higher Education. These funds will be used to provide academic and social-emotional learning support for students most impacted by the pandemic, especially black, Latino, low-income, first-generation, working-class, and rural students. Milliken intends to use the grant funds to expand its excellence developed through growth and experience program. A new measure would let consumers buy Illinois-made craft beer and have it delivered directly to their homes. The bill would allow consumers to buy a limited number of cases each year. Since 2007, Illinois consumers have been able to buy wine for home delivery. The change in the law would be particularly welcome for craft brewers right now. You've been listening to the Newhoff Media Podcast Network. For more, visit newhoffmedia.com.